Hello and welcome to Adaptivist Live, the Atlassian Ecosystem Podcast. This week, happy System Admin Appreciation Day! And, just for you, sysadmins, we've got a new version of Jira. I'm Ryan Spilkin, and joining me today is Matthew Stubblefield. Hi, Matthew. Good to see you, Ryan. As always, a pleasure. You might be wondering where Brenda Burl is. Well, Brenda lost her voice and has taken off to find it. I hope she finds it soon. We wish you well, Brenda. Good luck. First things first, folks. Happy to those of you who are system admins out there today. This one's for you guys. We're now it's a little bit like we're recording a Christmas album in July because we're recording this on a day that is not system admins day. But you're listening to this on system admins day. Every day is system admins day. Isn't it, though? They're heroes. should be. It's System Admin Stay in my heart. Always. They're unsung heroes, and so we at Adaptivist are out there showing them some love. Um, and join in on the fun if you're a System Admin, or maybe you're not having fun because you're dealing with those problems that System Admins are invariably called upon to deal with. But know that we're thinking about you. So join in the fun on social media with us at Adaptivist. So happy SysAdmins Day, SysAdmins. We love you. And as Ryan mentioned... One of the ways that we show our sysadmins love is with upgrades. Jira 8.3 has come out, and it is, as Ryan noted in the Trello card for this podcast, fancy. So fancy. Uh, We will link to the release notes, as always, dated 22nd July 2019. Uh, A couple of notes on the notes. You'll see a list of highlights at the top. Don't let them fool you. Some of these links do not work. Uh, So... If you're at Atlassian and you're responsible for the Jira 8.3 uh, highlight page, might take a look. In particular, content delivery network for Jira Data Center. This is pretty cool. We will link to an article, but the anchor does not work. If you click on it, you're just going to go to a search page, which might be a bit uh, confusing. So we'll link to an actual page with documentation. If you control F on the page, you can find that. Uh, ditto for new filters to search for custom fields. The, the anchor's not working in the highlights. Uh, but... I think the, the top things to note here, particularly for our sysadmins here on sysadmin day, is that adopt OpenJDK is going to be bundled with Jira. And this is in response to however many years ago, uh, Oracle uh, acquiring <laughs> uh, the JDK and then uh, no longer providing public updates for uh, JDK 8. So only Oracle customers with a paid subscription would get that. Atlassian's been moving towards OpenJDK for a while. And as they say in the notes here, they're going to tighten up relations with it. So uh, Jira is no longer bo- bundled with Oracle JDK. comes with Adopt Open JDK JRE8 instead. Only applies to Jira installers, but I imagine we are going to see more of this in the future as, uh, as Atlassian uh, tries to account for changes that Oracle is making. Another thing that's going to be really useful for those system admins out there is the list of changes that need to be reapplied after an upgrade. Um, Atlassian has made it so that now anything that you updated to your server files, it will show you this is these are the server files that were modified before your update. And that is that's a big time saver. Nice. Yeah, it would it would be nice if it just automatically made the changes, but uh, that's okay. You know, it'll make it a little bit easier to track down your SSH stuff and and whatever other changes you've made. So uh, as part of your upgrade planning, uh, this should help out. Uh, and then, you know, just a bunch of other updates. Uh, Jira server mobile app. At long last, we've had it for cloud for freaking ever. 
finally got it for server. It's nice that server gets a little bit of love. Um, the filters to search for custom fields. That is, is pretty uh, slick. Yeah. So like we, we've got a few things as well as some improvements to performance for browsing, batching emails, re-indexing. Uh, so check this out. 8.3 is a big one. As always, it's 8.3.0. You may want to wait another point release just to be safe until 8.3.1. But uh, for you sysadmins upgrading on sysadmin day, like the foolish fools you are, uh, <laughs> 8.3 is out the notes. Um, Matthew, are you going to put the Jira server app on your phone? Ryan can see me sitting here and processing for our viewers at home. Uh, unfortunately, you don't get our, our Zoom recording. It seems unlikely yeah. uh, that, that I, will, I will do that. Um, I, in a past life, we used to use Jira at the help desk when we were doing desktop support many, many moons ago. Uh, and having access to tickets on the go was really good. Now, you know, I'm, I'm leading a team that, you know, one team's doing Scrum, one team's doing Kanban. They, they know what they're doing. We get it in stand-up. Like, I, I, I don't actually need to be looking at tickets even every day uh, uh, for the most part. So, yeah, I, do, I don't think so. I do have Slack on my phone, though, and I find more and more of my work is happening there. I'm also weighing the decision. I think there are times, and maybe it's going to end up on my tablet and not on my phone. Because you know, I do do I try and do some work from the tablet occasionally. It's really nice to just grab it and go out in the woods. All right. Well, Jira eight three is sounding good, and not to be outdone, cloud is also rolling forward with changes. Uh, and the biggest one that we noticed in the cloud changes update page, which of course we will share in SoundCloud, is that there is a new way to view fields in tabs. You can now add fields that were arranged in tabs in the way you used to see issues are now in glances. So you'll have to click uh, in a different place. It won't be a tab. It'll be under your glances in the new issue view. Ryan, I feel like you overhyped this cloud update just a little bit. Uh. <laughs> uh, did I? Did I? It's I. We have Jerry thought three with all these huge improvements, and here in cloud, we get to click a thing. Yeah, to see glances. They're glances, Matthew. Glance at it. We can't actually glance at it. We first have to click a thing. Yeah, but I, true. Once you click it, glance in the new issue view. Uh, and other than that, everything is just rolling changes in cloud. So you're right. I did add an exclamation point where there really needed to be none. But hey, those of you in cloud get to glancing. Let us know how you feel about the new issue view. We would actually love to hear your opinion because it seems to have diverged. Looking at the documentation, the issue view is just very different um, from the the server experience. So how do you feel about it? Are you a person who's used server and cloud? Do you have an opinion? Which one you liked more? Let us know at learn at adaptivist.com. And while I'm at it, another small change has come to Confluence Server. You're not, uh, not going to hype this one? No, I'm not. I guess I, guess I you know, I need you to spend make... all your hype points. Yeah, I've, I've, I've used up all my currency today. Um, this one gets no hype. It's just a, a point update to Confluence 6.15.7. And in this update, they have made a few minor changes. And by a few minor changes, I mean Dose. two minor changes. Dose bug fixos. So if you uh, have a heavy Firefox usage in your organization, this is a, a good fix for you. Um, page refreshes will also improve, but... This is nothing. 6.15.7. Have a good time with that. For those sysad who just have confluence, you should just take Friday off. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, don't, don't do the update. You'll be fine. No, do the update. Always do the update. 
on staging first. And then use Project Configurator. Migrate that over to Prod. And save your configuration as code. Uh, rolling with the uh, minor changes, uh, Bitbucket got a, a little love. Uh, when you look through the page that we're going to link in the SoundCloud notes, you will notice it looks pretty much identical to the page we've linked the last several times we talked about Bitbucket. The key is the change log at the bottom. So 641, just a couple of bug fixes, uh, notably around performance, both with uh, clustering and creating a pull request nested groups, and one that's not quite a typographic one, but it's uh, um, just redirecting to a 404. So some real minor things in uh, 641. Um, I think this mostly applies to people who are running Bitbucket server in a cluster, or if you've got a lot of nested groups. Uh, if you've been running into performance issues, take a look at the release notes for 641. This may be helpful for you. Well, Matthew, I feel like, you know, we hit that trough of not so exciting updates and we really lost, you know, this is, it's because Brenda's not with us. She's not whipping us into shape. Um, mm. So let's bring the hype back for actually a fairly useful reference sheet that we found from the Atlassian developer blog. And that is the cloud versus server for developer post. Now, this one isn't for the sysadmins, okay, but we got to show our devs some love too. Um, this blog post, short to the point, and gives you a great table comparison with distribution, internet availability, persistent storage, just some important things that you have to think about when you're designing for either cloud or server. Yeah, I think for for those who are outside of the sort of the, the dev ecosystem, you may not realize uh, that the, the way that you create a cloud app versus a server or data center app, very, very different. Obviously, we've talked quite a lot on this podcast about the divergence in feature set. So Atlassian is shipping very different features for cloud server and data center. In terms of creating apps, server and data center is pretty similar. Atlassian did launch a data center readiness program last year. Uh, so apps can get uh, certified as data center ready. But uh, you know, at, at this time anyways, I believe server apps are still largely working on that. They'll probably change in the not too distant future, but for now it's fine. Cloud though, totally different beast. Uh, even to the extent that you know, if you've got an app that runs on server and data center and you want to create it for cloud, you're probably going to find that there's uh, a lot of features you can't include. Cloud's very limiting. So this comparison chart uh, goes through some of the tools and languages you need, uh, changes to authentication and versioning. It doesn't cover uh, the uh, sort of the infrastructure you need for managing a cloud app. Uh, it doesn't really get into the Connect API. But in terms of like a quick reference, I think it's particularly helpful for people who are just thinking about getting into app creation. This will be a good starting point for you. Yeah, I remember the discussion we had with uh, Igor from ALM Works when they were launching Structure Cloud right before Summit. Very interesting to see how they had to basically build it from the ground up. So we'll include a link to this article, of course, for your perusal and enjoyment. And for those of you who enjoy reading such things, particularly on sysadmin day, uh, though again, this is more focused on devs and sysadmins. We're so sorry, sysadmins. Uh, we've got a couple of uh, blog posts from the Bitbucket blog. So as you know, uh, Ryan and I, we scour the Atlassian Sea uh, to find different things published on random sites that might be of interest to you, uh, whether those are release notes or, or news from the ecosystem. We've got two blog posts that we'll link. The first one, automate coverage reports in pull requests with Bitbucket, Jenkins, and Sonar Cloud. 
Uh, I think this is particularly interesting. I am just starting to get into bamboo uh, rather than Jenkins. Uh, we've been doing a bit more with Bitbucket. And uh, InstaCluster uh, contributed this blog post to the Bitbucket blog. Uh, they wanted to overhaul their existing systems to automate static code analysis, expose some important metrics such as test coverage and whether tests have passed, and expose it to reviewers within pull requests. So again, moving towards that full transparency end-to-end, uh, -end, moving towards uh, a little bit better continuous deployment. So this is kind of interesting for those of you who are uh, using any combination of, of these tools. Maybe you're not on Sonar Cloud, but, uh, or maybe not even in Jenkins, but uh, the Bitbucket piece is interesting. And it's got some really nice details, uh, screenshots, examples, code snippets. So take a look at that. Uh, the second one we'll link to Resolving conflicts with Git re re re, which is not stuttering. Uh, re 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 stands for reuse recorded resolution. Uh, so this lets you, uh, when you've got a, a conflict in Git, uh, tell you what files uh, you're working on to create a solution, show you the current state of the resolution, let you replay changes. Again, a really nice detailed thing here. So if your only experience with Git is things like cloning and merging. Uh, and uh, you want to learn a bit more really valuable blog posts that we'll, we'll link in the SoundCloud notes. Uh, I think it's particularly helpful for people who are working in teams on a code base. So Matthew, I'm sure that you will occasionally peruse the news, and we always love to see, right, when Atlassian pops up for doing cool stuff in the real news, not in the, not in the Atlassian ecosystem news, but in, you know, like, Real websites talking about Atlassian. As opposed to the fake websites that Ryan and I spend most of our time on. <laughs> they don't let us on the real web. No, no. We're on the... Like the toddler web. The toddler web, yeah. It's just like it's just like blocks and shapes and cat gifts. That's really all Ryan and I spend our time on. That's like the inside of my head on most days. It's a lot like Spongebob's. <laughs> but in the real news, like CNN, you know, when CNN picks up an Atlassian story, that's always fun to see. And this one's made it about everywhere and that's how Atlassian's employee review system is being redesigned to eliminate brilliant jerks or to put curbs on brilliant jerkage how's that yeah to not reward the brilliant jerks uh despite their jerkiness i think is really the main thing so what they're doing uh we'll we'll link to an article on QZ you can find this this all over the place. I mean, I've seen the the reference to this in so many places. To summarize, Elastin is making their performance reviews to split them into three sections. And uh, the idea is that what you deliver can't be sort of the whole thing. Like that can't be 80 or 90%. It can't be that weighted. How you deliver, how you work with your team. Uh, and as, what as, you add to the organization. Yeah, so the, the way that this puts it is demonstration of values, delivery on role expectations, and contribution to the team. So, I mean, demonstration of values, that's not something that's often scored uh, in evals. And uh, Atlassian, you know, I've, I've been working with them for quite a long time now. Gosh, 12, -ish, 12 years? Uh, they've, they've got a good culture. They've got a good set of values. Uh, and so, you know, I, I particularly like this one of... Um, an example of a jerky behavior interrupts me when I'm working or complains a lot, uh, you know, or undermines some of their, I, I, I could definitely see like, you know, undermining um, some of their values around diversity, 
and equality. Uh, I, I think it's good. Atlassian, I feel like a performance review like this puts their money where their mouth is. You know, they've been saying they have these values. This is them taking action to say, like, this is what we care about as a company. And we want to make sure that our teams care about that or at least, you know, behave in a fashion that aligns with our culture. And the fact that they have a new focus on the things that just make Atlassian a better place to work is really important to me because those, the subtleties of interpersonal interaction and just getting stuff done that needs to be done, right? That's an important part of a company's culture. That's a quiet part of it and an undervalued one. So that they are putting, so that Atlassian is putting a focus on this. I think that says a lot. And I, I'm really down with this. One of the things I'll be curious to see, my hope is that they do some studies on this uh, because what they're what they're doing here, as the article states, is uh, an employee's contribution to their team and company culture will receive more weight than their personal accomplishments. So it's really highlighting this value of elastics around the team, right? And I'm a manager. I've been a manager for a long time. My belief is that I could try and micromanage and do all the work myself, but I'm going to be very limited. The, the team's output will be improved significantly if I just invest in them and get them to invest in each other. It's less about what we individually produce and more about what we do as a team. Uh, and there's been some research around that. Atlassian is going to be in a good position here with, you know, with this eval process backing up to in a couple of years ago. You know, what, what was the outcome of this? Uh, it's going to be really interesting to watch this and see what happens over the next two years. I think you raise a really cool point there, Matthew. Good thinking. While we're thinking about it, I bet you our listeners are thinking, didn't they promise us a prize? <laughs> uh, yeah. So Ryan, uh, as he so subtly reminds us all, the previous podcast, uh, we said uh, we want to we want to give out a, a prize to you all, and this is partially. Uh, in response to, I was I was on my way to a user group meeting, and was asked, "Hey, do you have any reviews?" And I thought, "Reviews? I have I have no idea. We've only been doing this for two years now. Uh, <laughs> we're on up seventy something. Never yeah. even thought to look." Uh, and so. For you, our loyal listeners, uh, I know there's uh, at least a hundred something. Uh, maybe you like this podcast, want to give a review. Maybe you don't know how, uh, and you need a little incentive to go learn. So we want to encourage you, go leave a review. And as is our want, we do a podcast every two weeks. Between now and the next podcast, we will select a reviewer at random. And that lucky reviewer will receive an Adaptivist mystery swag pack. And it's a mystery. <laughs> well, it's it's a mystery because there's apparently a box of swag being shipped to the Springfield office from London right now, and I don't know what's in it. But we will get you the fanciest of swag out of that box. And just to make sure that this is uh, particularly exciting and enticing, uh, we're, we're going to add something else that Ryan and I have referenced a few times in this podcast we particularly love. Yeah. So if you happen to write a review of the Adaptivist Live, the Atlassian Ecosystem Podcast on Apple iTunes, Google Play Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere, anywhere that you want to write I mean, a review of us. 
Not exactly anywhere because we only really know how to look at those three places. Remember, we're really yeah, we're really constrained to like blocks and cat gifts. Yeah, it's it's it, but you can send us an email with wherever you've reviewed our podcast. If you don't want to do a public review, email us learnandadaptress.com. Tweet us. Tweet us. At yeah, we will we will add your name to the drawing. You will win that mysterious and fabulously fancy swag pack and a bag of delightful coffee or tea from the Springfield, Missouri home of excellent coffee and tea, the Mud House. Full disclosure, I am a former employee of said venue and uh they are not receiving any compensation for this uh giveaway. There is they, no they purchase don't know about- Actually, yeah, they, they don't know. They happen to be two blocks away from the office, and we also get our coffee there. So it's, I'll be honest, it's pretty convenient. But yeah. they are fantastic. Uh, Ryan and I are big fans. Everybody in the office are big fans. Um, and uh, yeah, no purchase necessary to win. All you have to do is leave a review, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Um, maybe you didn't know that we were listed on Google Play or Spotify. That's because we weren't. I um, literally submitted them just before we recorded this podcast maybe you love spotify and you keep wishing you could uh, subscribe to our podcast there do it then leave a review get in for a drawing we will announce that next podcast yeah and we are excited to to send you that that box of whatever it is glamorous prizes glory adaptivist glory well all right matthew should we should we end with a song to our system admin friends? No. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> We're not doing that. All right, everybody. Happy SysAdmin Day. Be sure to leave a review of our podcast. Wherever reviews are left. For a chance to win that fantastic prize. Join us in the fun on social media at Adaptivist. And email us at learn at adaptivist.com if you want to talk about anything. I'm Ryan Spilkin, and for Matthew Stubblefield, this is Adaptivist Live, the Atlassian Ecosystem Podcast. We'll see you next time. That is actually super cool, as a complete side note.